Welcome to another episode of Eternal Champions. I am your shaper and host, Michael DeLeon. Joining me today, we have the champions Mirathal, played by Ernie. What's going on, everyone? We have Darnum, played by Vash. Good evening, everybody. And last but not least, our Lord of Bukakis, we have Valak, played by JB. It's Morbin time. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hop, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> Don't edit that out. <laughs> I have no intention of giving myself more work than I already have. Uh, like when we're done recording, I have to piece together the episode that's going to be launching probably tomorrow. Um, <laughs> uh, last time on Eternal Champions, the after dispatching this horrific monstrosity with the help of the Neon Knights, Valak was bounded to Flukemeyer Marsh. There, he journeyed through the not so much treacherous terrain anymore, seeing as how the, the source of the corruption had pretty much been destroyed and the land itself was recovering. Uh, Valak journeyed through and found himself at a crossroads, either head north or south. Upon listening to his surroundings, he heard some sounds leading him to want to go south, where he discovered the very friendly and welcoming place of Great Oak Hollow, a place where uh, all you champions have been previously. <clears throat> There, he was able to find himself a bathhouse of sorts and relaxed. Going back to Fluke, not Flukemeyer Marsh, but rather the swamps outside of Prospero, which were a little bit more desolate, the group engaged in a conversation with a patron of one of their compatriots, uh, Astraeus, and only to find out that the goddess Nemesis, who he had been talking to this entire time throughout his journey in Idilla, well, Loria to be precise, was none other than the ruinous power Get Gut Good, also masquerading himself as M. Bakino, a individual you, fellas, were familiar with from a poster you had found uh, as an advertisement for his menagerie of sorts. After a lengthy conversation, Astraeus, incredibly frustrated, and having an existential quandary and not knowing what was real and not real, stormed off, only to bring himself to the town, or rather the settlement of Prospero. <clears throat> there, he engaged in what we will soon find out when we begin this episode properly. But in the meantime, the champions Mirthal, Valak, and Darnum wound up journeying into the mausoleum, accompanied by Osric. There, they found a stalwart guardian, that was protecting the urn of one of Calgrim's lieutenants. By proving that they were champions, they gained the trust of this guardian <clears throat> and were able to take the ashes, where they then began to depart, said their goodbyes with the Neon Knights, and started to head back to Prospero, hopefully not to find the city ablaze. And that is where we will pick up with Mr. Astraos. So, to set the mood, you're sitting in a tavern called the Watering Hole, located in the settlement of Prospero. You're already about a couple drinks in. Nothing bad, just something to lighten the spirit for yourself. The bartender there is a gentleman by the name of Connor, human. <clears throat> um, and the bar is kind of sparse, at least when it comes to its population. You only have about maybe three other people there. Um, also humans as well. What is it that you would like to do, Astraeus? Uh, Connor, give me another shot, please. Coming right up. He goes back. You see he pours a tankard full of ale, slides it to you. I, I chug it. You just chug it? Yep. Okay. Um, what, after you chug it, what do you do? Get another. 
goes, pours you another. Rest puts it in front of you. I chug it. You chug it? Okay. Yeah. Pours another <laughs> ale. This is two pints already, technically. Puts it in front of you, and then he looks he looks at you with his eyebrow cocked. You did pay him well, but at the same time, he start, looks like he's starting to get a little concerned for you. I chug again. Give me a constitution saving throw. Okay. Let's see how fucked up you're going to get. <laughs> Okay, we got uh, 22 total. 22 total? Yeah. Not your first rodeo. You're a little buzzed, but you're not you're not swerving around or anything. So might be a different story when you stand up, but we'll see. Uh can I get something a little stronger, please? Uh what's stronger for you? Uh something stronger than ale, please. Oh. Huh. Something to take the mind off things. We do have uh, some homemade spirits. And there are fireworks going outside my window, which is incredibly annoying. <laughs> is, is that a trailer's liver going up after he has that shot? <laughs> so done. I mean, it does me. I can't edit this shit out. Um, Did somebody call Katy Perry? Katy no, no, Perry just... is Connor in Prospero. Okay, no. <laughs> uh, we do have homemade spirits. Would you like to partake? But it would be between you, me, and uh, how we say fifteen gold. I give. I take out twenty five and I throw it at him. Nice, not doing business with you. Uh, yeah. He goes back, takes out what looks like a, uh, like a not a handle, but like the old like moonshine prospector jugs. Just doesn't have the X's on it. It's just pure glass. So, rest is on out, the counter for you. I take out my dagger, mm -hmm. and I just start, like... Five finger fillet? Yeah, like, I start twirling it in my hand, and then I start playing with it on the on the, on the, the fucking table, you know, I start... Give me a sleight of hand. Okay. Please roll one. Please roll one. I'm sorry, nice. I'm not hearing it, but roll one. Oh, my eye! <laughs> I wasn't even aiming for that one. Uh, 21. 21, despite your inebriated state, currently you are juggling between your fingers. You do some knife tricks. And Connor looks actually kind of impressed that you downed as much as you have so far in a very rapid rate and has actually been able to perform as dexterous as you have. Uh, that really nice. He looks at you and he goes, I can't legally serve you, so uh, you might want to reuse the uh, tankard I gave you. But don't put a tankard of that stuff in there. You're going to go blind or die or, well, yeah. So I pour myself some more. How much more? How about half a half, half a, a cup? Half a pint? Yeah. <laughs> 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 this journey's gonna end real fast. I don't know about that. You never met Navy in the bar, have you? <laughs> I didn't think alcohol. I take out my other dagger and I start playing with that one as well. Okay. Um give me a slate of hand as well. Okay. Because you're you're now juggling between two hands. Uh-huh. Let's see. We got 15 total. 15 total. Uh, -huh. uh, you do it, but you wind up when you stop, you realize there's like a little sharp wince, right? And you realize that you have actually cut your middle finger just a little bit. Is Nothing. Bleeding? Are you wearing gloves or no? Um, no, no, a little bit. Yeah. Give yourself one tick of damage. Literally one tick of damage. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I take a drink. How I'm much? I'm not going to slam this. I just take a nice, you know, sip okay. of this because it, now I'm going to... There is no flavor to it. Mm -hmm. 
it's just like alcohol and it is excruciating going down like if you have any like sores or anything it would burn so <clears throat> take that into mind um then i try to get a little more festive with my daggers okay in what way like i try to get a little you know try to twirl them then switch in between hands like i'm just trying to be real reckless with them like i'm just throwing them around catching them as you're doing so and i need you to give me a deck saving throw as it lifts up into the air that'll be 17 total 17 total mm -hmm. you wind up throwing one of the daggers up and as you throw one of the daggers up you throw the other one a little too early and the pommel of the one that you throw after the first one hits the tip uh hits the back end uh the pommel of the other dagger and it propels that dagger enough to get lodged into the ceiling above and then the other dagger just falls right onto the bar shit no more knives for you Go. uh well uh what can i play to lose some money around here Unfortunately, games of chance have not been uh, brought here, and unfortunately, the population of people are a little sparse. In case you couldn't tell, you see, there's like literally three people here, including yourself. <sighs> Having a rough time? Huh. Yeah, you can say that. And I slam the rest of the contents. <sighs> Constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Oh, you just downed like a half a pint of moonshine <laughs> okay oh no oh. uh nine total nine total um it it doesn't hit you right away there's a couple minutes of like nothing occurring no difference right you start to get a little tipsy and it isn't until you stand to just fix yourself that that blood rushing to your head sensation kicks in and you get incredibly lightheaded. Um, you have disadvantage on pretty much all your actions. <laughs> so, and you are essentially, there's no condition for this because I wasn't expecting this. Uh, you basically can act reckless, essentially. Oh. So your character is going to do whatever he does. So, okay. Yeah. So you get this sensation. What, what are you doing exactly? I'm going to, I'm going to go out. I want to go outside. Okay, uh, give me give me a D one hundred roll. Oh baby, uh, a hundred, a hundred. Yeah. Despite your inebriated state, <laughs> you don't walk straight. There are a few moments where you actually walk into like a, a table and you glare at the table, thinking it's a patron, uh -huh. right? And then you mutter something to yourself, and then you you wind up stepping outside. The cold night air is a little bit of a reprieve for you as you exit the watering hole um what is it that you would like to do um i'm gonna try to summon the guy again get got good are you saying get got good or whatever his fucking name is what, what i mean you know and uh now are you saying that name yep give me a d100 roll as well a <laughs> hundred yeah you can look. The, I believe you. I believe you. There's a slight chill to the air, right? And you just hear in the background as lightning streaks across the sky in the overcast above. 
I'm surprised you wanted to see me so soon. And he's standing to your right, about probably 10 feet away. <laughs> oh, man, here we go. All right. This is the moment right here. Let's see. Let me roll this. All right. Let's see what you're doing. Okay. What is it? Um, I'm going to throw a firebolt. At him? At him. Okay. Go ahead. Roll. Okay. You get advantage as well. Uh, 21 total. 21. Unfortunately, 21 does not hit. As the fireball whizzes. Oh, technically you would have had neutral. But whatever. Uh, would, uh, whizzes right past his uh, head. It singes a couple of hairs on the back of his uh, head. And then just strikes a sign. The sign flips back and forth, back and forth. That was very rude. Do it again. Okay, just one roll because technically you have disadvantage because you're inebriated state. But now he's also expecting. Oh, all right. It's um 14 total. 14. Again, whizzes right past him. I'm beginning to think you're trying to hit me on purpose. Absolutely. I hate you. And then I take my dagger and I try to throw it at him. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, I got, uh, oh my god, 14. 14? <laughs> Again, your dagger just ding, gets caught the other dagger because you never got the other one. Um, <laughs> are these the Lovium daggers, by the way, that Ernie got you? Yep. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, the dagger winds up getting caught in that same sign that you smacked the firebolt in, and the sign, it's enough inertia to propel the sign to actually go full 360 and then teeter back and forth. That was absolutely... You should probably stop. I don't want to hurt you, which sounds weird considering what I am. I'm only going to warn you one more time, Astraos. And I throw another one. You don't, <laughs> oh, your regular dagger. That's right. Uh, uh, 25. 25? That hits. Roll damage. <laughs> oh, let's see. What do we got over here? Oh, where's my dagger? I can't tell me to say roll for initiative next. <laughs> uh, that'll be three. Three points of piercing damage. Mm -hmm. As the dagger gets, literally impales him where the heart is, right? <laughs> and he pulls it out. There's no blood. And he just drops it on the uh, the ground. I need you to roll for initiative. <laughs> no. Dirty 20 as well. Um... <laughs> Let's do a roll off. Okay. okay. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> 16. Roll eight. eight. Okay. So he goes first. Um, as he drops the dagger, you notice that there is this strange, almost like vacuous pit where the wound is that stitches itself up, but the clothes that he's wearing is still torn. Right. He looks at you. <sighs> enough is enough. He extends out his hand forward. I need you to give me a deck saving throw. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, 12. 12. Unfortunately, that fails. <laughs> As these chains emerge, and these chains look weird. They're, they're made of this metal that whatever lamplight is in the, the settlement, when it hits it, it doesn't give off a color that you can properly perceive. So your eyes see it almost in a monochromatic way, in a sense. Um <clears throat> 
and they just pass right through you. You feel nothing. And when I mean nothing, I mean you actually literally feel the feeling of nothing. Uh, that's going to be five, six, seven, eight. I need two more D6s. Jesus Christ. Well, it's low number so far, so I think he'll, he'll be all right. Yeah, 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 sure. It's only got to eight, so you know it's still single digits. I'm gonna wait for him to say maybe six, twelve, seventeen, uh, twenty-two, twenty-four, twenty-three, twenty-five, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one points of sanity damage. You took thirty points previously. Thirty-one. I was at thirty-one. Oh, so you're at thirty-eight points of sanity damage. You begin to hear dissonant discordant whispers around you. The very scenery around you breaks away, and the only person standing before you that didn't, doesn't seem to change is M. Bakino himself. You're transported to this hellish landscape with a burning red sky, lightning still cracking above, and all around you are just motes of dark shadow traversing the landscape itself. Buildings ruined, windows broken, signs toppled. <clears throat> and bodies just all over the floor of varying different races and species of creatures entirely. Um, you are on the brink of insanity. So. Um, <laughs> it seems to work. Oh. I, you know what? I'm going to say something. I thought Mirthal would be the first one to enter this hellscape. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just yell, I hate you. I like I I don't know what else to do. Like I hate him, and I'm just gonna try to kill him. Like I I just want I see nothing else. Go ahead, and right you're now, still you're gosh. still funny enough. Despite your inebriated state, you don't have disadvantage on this attack roll if you choose to take it or any sort of action while in this state. Oh yeah, taking another fucking fire bolt in his neck. I'm gonna try to at least anyway. Uh. <laughs> 18. 18. Mm, unfortunately, that does not hit as a fireball whizzes past him. You see, and it's strange, you see the air itself around the fireball cook, right? And as it cooks, you hear just sorrowful screams, and it whizzes past him, striking what would have been the sign again, but since that's toppled over, it just keeps going until it just bursts and fizzles out. <clears throat> and then you hear more cries as well. <sighs> I'm really doing my best not to kill you. I highly recommend you cease this foolishness right now. I was doing you a favor. By lying? You couldn't handle the truth as... And he circles around, showing, like, highlighting the area, clearly seeing what he can see what you're seeing at this point. I would rather... face this than have you lie. Would you rather never find out the truth? And I throw another fireball. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, uh, 26. 26, that does hit. Okay. <laughs> so you only did three points of damage to him so far. <laughs> yeah. God. And uh, 10 points of fire damage. 10 points of fire damage? Oh, yeah. This fireball strikes him in the face. It burns away the facade at his face. And all you see is just a humanoid silhouette of sorts, right? And it's vibrating. Like we were discussing earlier. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then as he speaks, the voice itself sounds like it's being echoed. And there's a multiple layers of different tonal shifts in it. 
Oh, I guess you're just going to need to learn the hard way. Puts his hand out again. Deck save. <laughs> That'll be uh, 15. <sighs> if I roll a 38, Seven, that's 5, oh my no, God. 10, Uh-oh. 13, 19, Bye, 25, it was nice knowing 31. You. No, you can't say that. <laughs> Hold on. And you can look at it too if you want. I know. Uh, I, I, I believe it. Yep. 33, 35, <laughs> 37, 38 exactly. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. For you, Mir- uh, I almost said sorry. sorry I, I know you want to be me, but come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> all we, all I mean is that, that, that Mike's gonna be ready for you, definitely ready for you next time. Miracle. I was, I thought it would be honestly, with all the delving into a Bevelo, right? Yeah. I thought it would be Ernie, honestly, mm-hmm. not Damien of all people. Mm-hmm. And it is lights out for you, you collapse, and you're still conscious physically. But your mind has disconnected, and it is just completely black. And as passerby, as as M. Bacchino just fizzles away and disappears, passerbys just watch as you're just hurtled, uh, cuddled in the uh, fetal position, going, rocking back and forth, back and forth, calling for mama, 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 as tears stream down both your eyes. And then that is where we will pick up with the rest of you. Wow. Except- <laughs> I was not expecting it to go there, okay? It's the rolls, man. Yeah, dude, it really is. I was expecting I was expecting a bar uh barroom brawl, right? Or you to get arrested or get shot by the constable <laughs> or possibly having a heart to heart with one of the patrons in that bar who's having a bad day as well. I let you I only let you guys know about the first row. I didn't let you guys know about the other row. <laughs> yeah. They were atrocious. Uh hold on, I just gotta check something. I don't okay, I honestly um... said you were gonna get into a knife fight at the bar. Yeah. I was like, oh, I mean, he's gonna cut some patrons. Man, that's gonna be the worst thing that could happen to Australia right now. I mean uh, I'm a whole uh... thing run into a other monk. Now my whole name is not yeah, a whole music. Um, oh, man. Okay, okay. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in character now. I'm sorry. Okay, I no, you, it's all good. One. It's all good. It's, I just had to check to see how far we are before we take our first break, if, if we need to. Um, so that only took probably about an hour. So the remaining time that it took for you gentlemen to traverse from the mausoleum back to Hope's Point. Uh, no, wow. Prospero. <laughs> Might as well go to this point. All this, all this talk of a Babylonian stuff, um, <laughs> Prospero. You don't see any of this. You just see the town going about itself. People are shuffling about, talking, whispering. What is it that you, gentlemen, Mirthal, Darnum, Valak, uh, would like to do as you enter upon the borders of Hope? Uh, Prospero, goddamn. Oh, well, it's a good thing that mausoleum went pretty smoothly. I realized, I feel like uh, if things didn't go our way, we could have had like, a big problem on our hands. But I'm glad nothing bad, nothing wrong happened. Everything went smoothly, and it's smooth sailing from here on out. That's fucking boring. I want to shit to be going down. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be Werel, Werel Valak saying all of that. <laughs> and uh just yeah, for the sake of brevity are you in werewolf form still or yes i am so for the sake of brevity Mirthal, you yeah. constantly have speak with animal on so and you're auto translating for valak yes there we go 100 percent. 
So, gentlemen, what is it that you would like to do? You get our reward. We we should do that first, and go into Cosmo, and then we'll go find that trails at the bar if he's still in there. So, uh, so I got a question first. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Libra okay with just some random big ass werewolf go just showing up in a town randomly. Uh, I didn't say they were okay. <laughs> okay. They, right, so. they they are definitely like acting like I described earlier. They're kind of huddled with like if they're walking in pairs, they kind of like give you side glances and are huddled and just like talking to each other mm -hmm. and whis well, whispering to each other. I rather I should say. Yeah. Our character, it's okay. He only eats married couples. I mean, uh, engaged. No, you, have, you, have be, you, have, you have to be young <laughs> and engaged for the doctor. Are we going to a church soon? I mean, no, what? No. <laughs> I'm so done. We we made our way to the constables, okay? Okay. <laughs> Easy enough. You make your way to the constable. It's not difficult. Uh, his house or the town hall? Uh, what it's so early, right? No, it's night. So it's yes, night. yeah, it's so his house. Okay, so you make your way to his house. Uh, who's approaching the door? I would say a point. Okay, Mirthal, you wrap your knuckles on the hard wooden door. There's no response at first. A few seconds go by. Then you hear the lock unlatch and the door open. Standing before you is a Kiasi wearing what looks like a brown duster. Um, <clears throat> the duster itself splits into two tails that basically run along the legs of the, uh, the individual. Upon glancing, you instantly recognize this individual as the constable of uh, Prospero. Very nice. We're here to connect our reward. <clears throat> that was uh, a little quick. Uh, like, yeah, I'll tell you that don't don't take this the wrong way, but oh we have to. and he motions for you to show it. Yeah, I start showing him the massive amounts of uh connected heads we have. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming that you handled the situation thoroughly. Yep, on the age of burn. Good. And I'm assuming you killed whatever could be lurking deep within its nest. Yep. And you know that there's something else, but it means no harm. I don't recommend you go in there. What do you mean there's something else there and that it means no harm? Humanoids. You know? Trust me. We talk to them. They want their privacy. Leave them me. Don't even mute me. Okay. I suppose. Uh, one moment, please. I'll be right back, gentlemen. Hold tight. And he enters back into the house, closes the door behind him. Mm -hmm. A few more minutes go by, and he returns back with what looks like a large sack, ready to burst at the seams, and throws it to you, Mirthal. All right, I'll catch it. You catch it? Well, you know, <laughs> try to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you got it. Easy enough. Easy enough. Mm -hmm. uh, now, it's in the uh, requested amount, because I don't remember how much it was supposed to be as a player. Do you want to Do you want to try to count it? Yeah, I'll take a uh, list. Okay. Mm -hmm. Give me a D100 roll. Sure. Now they could be a 33. So it takes a little while to count it. Probably about a good, like, 10 minutes because there's a moment where, like, the coins that you put aside and you were counting kind of fall back in. Yeah, you gotta recount them. And so, but you're able to find it. Everything's there. Nice. All right. Actually, a little extra, to be precise. Nice. Well, thank you kindly. And... Oh, no, thank you. Thank you very much, gentlemen. You've made my day a whole lot better, and I'm thinking it might get a whole lot better later on. I hope so, for your sake. 
Yeah, hope me or night will me too. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Does the watering hole have an inn, or is it just a bar? It's just a bar. You actually never visited the watering hole. You visited another uh, oh, bar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the watering hole is a different bar. Okay. Um, but from your from your adventures finding the town hall and looking for the constable's house previously, mm-hmm. you did come across it and know where it is. All right. Well, we don't know enough where it's real. Exactly. So we uh. Alright, is there any place that we could find lodging for the night, Constable? Technically, there is. You can find lodging in our local uh, religious establishment. Uh, some weirdos are uh, setting up not too far from the edge of town. Something about uh, the end is nigh. Uh, that's the name of the place. That That's actually the name of the place, the end is oh, nigh. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, set up by, it's set up by these weird people who used to follow some old necromancer but they went clean from what they say uh, old necromancer you does, say? does that ring any bells for me shaper uh i mean it's an it's very generic old necromancer you guys did hear stories from valak about a guy named tamaragan but mm-hmm. you don't know whether it's this necromancer necromancy is was the necromancer from this area that they need to follow I haven't the slightest clue. I'm not really from here. I'm from Zenosha, to be honest. Oh, okay. Loria place is uh, it's I'm getting used to. Sure. Very much so. Zenosha's a little bit more up on the times. Oh, is it though? Yeah, I, I'd imagine. Mm. Like, I'll, I'll just lean over there, Mirafon. I imagine this is pretty much a, a, big, a pretty big step down for him, uh, technologically speaking. Understood. Uh, Valak leans down to Mirathal because mm-hmm. he's fucking tall, <laughs> and he says, that, <laughs> "He says, but he's really saying to him that Mirathal, me read book on Timuragan before. I know some stuff about it. Undead, undead person fought in the past. The great undead king he was. Was this necromancer called more undead kind of sorts or just a necromancer?" what you heard uh from what i heard necromancer never know anything about any undead king but that sounds interesting you know it doesn't it and obviously like we said before i'm translating everything so now that you heard all that he means yes (laughs) 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 and um all right well thank you for the time costume Anytime, and if there's any more work to be done, would you gentlemen like to take care of it? For the right price, of course. Oh, if we have me in the area, sure. Excellent. And then he looks at Darnum. Uh, Stonebone. Uh, Not often I see your type around. Here, at least. Mind if uh, we catch a bite sometime? I need to pick your brain about some Stoneborn-related things. Inside check? Right. <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 he, is, he, is he coming on to me? No. That's yeah, well, what I'm wondering. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really am. Oh, yeah. 19. So, uh, 24. 24? Yeah. You look into his eyes. It's difficult to read, but what you can understand that the intent behind his inquiry, a little strange that he would single out Darnum when you were the leader. And it's a little strange that he would just make up some excuse like, I need to pick your brain about something about Stoneborn. Mm-hmm. He 
like the Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. I know it's gonna be an indecent. Hey, yo. <laughs> I'll give you fifty thousand gold to sleep with my wife. No, sorry. <laughs> 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 oh man. Um, and I'm like, you see, Dart of like, you know, cocks an eyebrow, like, you know, quizzically, but then glance over to Marathal, like, and and then look up to Valak. Sure, I'm sure we're gonna be here for at least another another night until. Well, so Shaber, if you can remind me, how long did I how long did I give Sonper and the others to, to circle back and come pick us up? You didn't give them a specific time. They gave you you gave them uh, they gave you the flares. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we have the we each actually have flares. We each have flares so, to signal when to you know. So we have plenty of time. Sure, we can grab a bite when you're ready in the morning. I suppose. Um, here for a bit longer. <laughs> Sure thing. Pardon my rudeness, but the invitation extended to you, uh, Stonebone. Uh, oh, you know, I don't believe I got your name. Or any of yours, actually. The name is, uh, Dura. Dura Shoreshot. Alright, uh... Yours? Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Shoreshot. Uh, ha uh, Han, Darnum Han. As you see, Darnum just kind of tentatively been... Con Mostly confused as how to how this entire conversation has just shifted to extend his hand for a handshake. He reaches over Mirthal to extend your hand, and he also looked at both of you, Valak. Well, Valak's kind of stuck in wolf form, but uh, and Mirthal for your names. Oh, Should you want to give them? Uh, I'm Mirthal, and this is Malik. And when he's not in this form, I don't know if you remember him. He's also a stoneborn. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Looks different. Yeah, yeah, you know. He's an old man on the furry side right now. <laughs> uh, Valak says to Mirathal, Hey, you forgot to leave Master of Champions out. Oh, I'm sorry. He's also known as the Master of Champions. Is that a self-proclaimed title, or has he actually been dubbed such by someone of note? Yeah, it's only one way to find out. <laughs> Unfortunately, and he brushes back his uh, his duck, <laughs> and you immediately see the the armament. It looks like a firearm, mm -hmm. just flash briefly as it gets covered again or concealed rather by the duster. Unfortunately, if we were to find that out, he'd be digging a grave. His ears start to perk a bit, so his mood changes quickly. Is the friendly man Malik? Is nothing as a threat. Well, I'm saying that in animal talk, so I'm assuming the cosmos can't hear. Any response, Valley? Is this like some Dr. Doolittle thing where you're <laughs> Yeah, down? essentially. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Now, I'm still trying to say whatever the hell Malik said. But oh, I'm done. Prime, needs to, he's um, just, Malik. he's staring at him. Valak is staring at him. Just giving him a stare. Just well, to make sure. Darn, I was like, um, well, I'm sure I'm thinking that. We'll see you in the morning. Yeah. Uh, we'll meet you here, okay? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go see with the constable. You know, I'll, I'll chat with the constable. And then I guess once we're done, we'll, we'll be, we'll be ready to take our leave. Mm-hmm. Well, then I don't want to keep you gentlemen from any festivities you might want to engage in tonight, so I will bid you adieu, and he tips his hat to you. Oh, and that reminds me, you have to see our friend, our companion, at the Shrimash Rails. 
Funny enough, that sounds like the gentleman we had to lock away in a cell. He was crying to himself and just wouldn't respond to anything we were saying. Where is he? Uh, like I said, he's in one of our cells. You can find him tomorrow morning if you want. For uh, now, the jails are off limits. Oh. Shorty Newton, you was the favor. We just helped out the talent greatly. And I paid you greatly. Yeah, I appreciate that, but it's a companion, but I don't want to leave him there if I help him. Unfortunately, he was not in any response to uh, any state to respond to us, and we also found contraband on his persons. What contraband? Illegal alcohol uh, products of sorts. Okay. Uh, I want. Let me insight check that description. Like, uh, even though Vashon, the player, knows he drank that stuff, he didn't carry it on him. But no, he he. Oh well. Did you? Uh... You bother to inventory it? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, insight check him. Because I want to see if there's more than what he's letting on about why he's keeping a trail off limits. But, ooh, a 12 plus 8, 30, 20. So what you can gather is he's being truthful about that he was drunk off his ass. And possibly the illegal alcohol substance comes from being able to possibly smell that unique uh, geographic alcohol substance, like it's pretty much something that's only made within this region by these locals. Gotcha. Yeah. So he, it's circumstantial, but he's been here long enough to know that I can't, you know, I got to put him at least in a DT for a day, you know? Okay. So I'll just like, up, up, like <clears throat> I'll tap Marathon on the shoulder. From the way he's talking, sounds sounds like Estrellas might have not, might have, uh, uh, blacked out drunk, if anything, if he's, if he's saying they found him at a bar. He, he might not be in any state to actually come back with us. Right. I'm awake in the morning, then. And the, we open up bright and early. At least my deputies do. Oh, there you go. So, um, All right. Mr. Sureshot, what time should I return back to, uh, your, back to your humble abode? for, Or is there another place we should meet? I don't want to uh, intrude so much on uh, whatever you have going on, but like I said, tomorrow morning, if you'd like to join me for breakfast. Certainly. I'll be here bright and early. Well, that's perfect, then. I'll be looking forward to it. Do you have a favorite dish? Uh, hmm. You know what? I'm always a fan of trying the local cuisine, so whatever you think is good, I'll give it a shot. Huh? Huh? Shot? Get it? You... Your name? Stuff. I've shot men for less. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't. That was Sorry. <clears throat> I, I wish I wish I was in character for Mirathal just to laugh hysterically. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, it was early. Malik laughs in Werewolf. <laughs> 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 All right, when Malik laughs, Mirathal gives a smile. <laughs> it wasn't. A I appreciate the gumption of being such a gambling man, but you know what? I think I'll uh, I'll may have something made. That's not of the local cuisine. In case you've forgotten, the local cuisine might not actually be uh, all that uh, pure. Understandable. Understandable. Well, uh, uh, well, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. And he closes the door and goes back in. I said, I'll, I'll wait till uh... like, like 40 feet away from that house. Like, anyone else say like, something weird about him wanting to have dinner, uh, breakfast with me by himself? I know, man. I'm going to go by myself if I'm with you. 
Uh, well, well, I said, look, well, I would say just look to the skies. If I have to fire off that flare for any reason, you'll know something went on. Well, that's the thing. They're inside. We may not see it. Oh, no. I'll, I'll make sure I can at least get the flare outdoors. It'll be like XCOM. You could fire the flare inside. <laughs> <laughs> we need an evac now. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Malik taps on Tardum's shoulders with his claw. Okay. Yes. To get his attention. I still have access to my items, correct, Shaper? Yes, you do. Okay. He takes out of I'll his... I'll they look smaller to you, but... Yes. yes. <laughs> he takes out of his bag a book. And it's the book of of, of uh, Tim Aragon that he got okay. from his journeys. Mm-hmm. And he hands it to uh, Darnum. I'll just take the book. Does the name... I not... Okay, so, I re... so Darnum recognized the name... Yes. ...of the necromancer, right? Shakes his head. Yes. So you're thinking that's who these guys got away from? Yes. Quote, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> and you see baby Valak floating around. Yes. Oh, thank oh, you. Yeah, that's the that's other way of me translating it. There we go. <laughs> oh, no. Baby Valak does mimicry. So. Oh, so yeah. doing yes, like, Whatever before. Valak says, he pretty much says the same thing. That's, so that's he says the same thing. Eventually, he does. Eventually, he'll compile like a various different phrases from Valak and people around him, and he'll mimic it in their voices. So when he talks, he might actually have like the way he speaks might be disjointed. Where one minute he's talking as Valak, and next thing he sounds like Umirthal, the next he sounds like Darnum or some other NPC. That's gonna be he's talking fun. Of where he learns that word from. <laughs> that's gonna be fun. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, that'd be all your curve words from Astral. That's perfect. Yes. Uh, he hasn't been around Astral enough to learn any profanity from him, but definitely yes. probably from Valak. Yet. Yes. Correct. That's yes. bullshit. <laughs> it's strange. You see, he's it, he, he said that's he, bullshit and went back to being conscious. Goes, Yo, that's bullshit. <laughs> um, all right. Make our way to the nearest bar. The end is nigh. Oh, the bar? You're not going to the... Or... Uh, it's up to you guys. You want to go in the bar or you want to go to the end is nigh? You could always... Uh, so are we in a celebrating mood? I'm in the mood of rest. I don't know about you. I'm sure I don't miss that. Nope. Yeah, so then I guess maybe we should go to the end. Is not Alec needs to rest somewhere where he no. can sleep. Not it's not, can't be a normal bed, unfortunately. So just the end is not. I guess. Well, I have some bad news for you, Alec. <laughs> There's always the they floor. do not prepare for werewolves. No, I think they have an early celebration tomorrow in Arnhem. So right, so I guess to the end is nigh. Uh, you might want to shower just in case, you know. Don't you, wait! Don't you have the thing? And I just wave my hands like, a, like, cause you know I can't do spells, but don't you have the? the yeah, yeah, I knew I, I it might want me all night scented and you know, smelling nice. As long you, as it's I was... a marathon, marathon is completely fucking with you. I was gonna say, I was gonna say as long. As, <laughs> I feel like as long as I don't smell like something died, I think I'm, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I think that's probably a trail for right now, so uh, it's gonna be okay. Uh. Valak laughs and werewolf. Alright, we made our way to uh, the end is nigh. You make your way to the end is nigh. Immediately, you see what they're talking about because the sign for this, uh, it's more of a sandwich bird sign. Mm-hmm. Um, what you see <laughs> is this like skeletal hand gripping onto what looks like a like shape of Loria and just like squeezing it and the shapes where the parts where it's squeezing are deformed. 
Um, and it just simply says the end is nigh in like an arched formation over the uh, drawing. That's inviting. That, that seems really cool. Okay. And in we know. You enter and immediately, <laughs> this place definitely looks like a place of ex-former necromantic cultists. Because yeah. as you enter, the mood lighting switches immediately to like red candles lit. Skulls uh, with skulls like supporting them as like the candlestick holders. And there is a hooded, black hooded gentleman with very pale skin and black finger paint. And he just stands readily waiting for you to approach what is the uh, the concierge of sorts. Mine is a red aura here. It kind of reminds me of home. Yeah, I make my way in. Can you say more? Okay, you make it rid of the concierge. Uh, do Darnum and Valak follow? Yeah. I'll, 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 it's I'll, I'll, it's I'll, big I'll... enough, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you have to duck down, otherwise you're going to Okay, hit your head. cool. Yeah. We need so a room I... for the three of us as I approach. Oh, excellent. It's been a while since we've had any guests. And how many rooms would you... Um... He looks at Valak. How many men, first of all? He might need a room for himself. Unfortunately, the beds barely fit a stoneborn, so your friend might be a little out of luck, unfortunately. We weren't expecting his type here. His, his ears um, perk. Nice little mad. I didn't mean any offense. We just don't get many lycanthropes here, so we don't design our accommodations for lycanthropes. He goes to Mirthal. Mm -hmm. Ask him if he has four beds. Put to one big bed, like a super bed. And then he's translating. Uh, we don't have any super beds, but we can put two regular beds together, if that helps. He shakes and his head be, and yes. It would be on the floor, unfortunately. We can't put the frames together, otherwise that'd be very uncomfortable, I would imagine. Valak is used to sleeping in different parts of the world in his in his young days. He's used to it. Yes. Okay, we'll put the two beds together. Uh, all in the same room or different rooms? That was never answered. Uh, I would say, I would say the same room. As you see, Darn looking rather concerned about the everything. Sure. sure, same room is fun. <laughs> Perfect. We'll give you our deluxe room. It's the only deluxe room we have. Thank God we don't have anyone important coming. Uh, right this way. I'll lead you up there. And Thank you. he glides across the floor around the uh, concierge and just moves effortlessly up. And are you guys following him as he's doing this, or are you just still standing at the concierge? I'll follow him. Yeah, we'll, we'll follow him. Yeah, okay. we're following him. I'm, I'm okay. on guard, so but I'll follow he glides, and as you, as he's gliding, you see various different portraits of what looks like very gaunt individuals. You see a portrait of a series of skeletal hordes uh, laying siege to a castle. You see uh, what looks like um, uh, the equivalent of American Gothic, but it's more touched up for like a fantasy with zombies. Um, and then he finally leads you to the end of the hallway, and on the right-hand side, he claps his hands, and you hear the door unlatch and open creak open right this way please <laughs> all right and make my way in okay 
you guys make your way into the room. Um, the there are only two beds in here at the current moment, uh, and it's nothing extravagant, to be honest. There's a <clears throat> wrought iron chandelier hanging from above. The beds look like your typical beds, nothing extravagant as well. Um, and then also what little furniture in here, like the nightstands at each of the beds, plus the one armoire in there. Also not extravagant. The only thing that seems to be of any note is the tall standing mirror that is pretty much in the corner between the two beds. And the beds are separated from each other by like, at least like maybe like 10 feet of space between the mirror. Okay. Um, and in this night, none of the beds will fit Valak at all, right? None of the beds will fit Valak at all right now. Uh, it seems like they weren't expecting, or he wasn't expecting you at least. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take out my sleeping roll. Okay. And Malik, well, you say, oh, you're going to put them together so that when you have something comfortable and lay on. Uh, as he sees you do this, oh, we'll have the beds here in a few minutes. What, for him? Uh, yes, we weren't expecting such a guest of such stature. So we'll bring the beds in the next few minutes. Unfortunately, like I said, we couldn't fit the frames, but we can bring the mattresses. That's perfect. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And please do enjoy your stay at the end is nigh. And that he just so. floats away and the door <laughs> slams shut. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't, I don't like, Aside from the creepy atmosphere, uh, I mean, yeah. Same revenue tomorrow morning hit me right here. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. I thought it was smooth sailing from here. Well, you said you're in an open marriage, right? No. Wait, no. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how open you think I am. But... For the first time, you it? seen Marathon so actually laughing. I was about to say, how far do they spread? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, I heard the train is flipped. I'm sorry, I'm gonna stop now. Anyway, um... I was about to say, aside from the skulls and such, it's is not not unlike the monastery where, where, I, Wait, where I was, what? aside from the skulls, this this feels a lot more like home that I cared for, that I cared to remember. I'm not gonna lie, it honestly reminds me of the Raymond Queen's domain. Um, do any of you search the, yeah. the, yeah. the furniture? Yeah, let's, 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 yeah. let's look for peepholes, secret passages, anything that might, uh... Well, I'm, I'm more concerned about cryo-orange at this point. I'm, give yeah. me, I'm on watch. Give me an investigation roll, if whoever's investigating. I'll pop yeah. the eyes. I'll pop the eyes of creation that if that if that can give advantage to somebody. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you advantage, Jordan, and this is too entertaining for me. Yeah. Yeah, like, can I also her. give him advantage, like super advantage? Because <laughs> no, no. we're all like, on sus watch right now. Like, oh, these, these, these dudes want something from us. I don't trust it. <laughs> Listen, apparently the whole time was new, Jordan. It's all good. It's either twelve. Okay, so twelve plus six, eighteen. 18 uh was that advantage or no With advantage okay so you guys search the room together and within each of the nightstands you find what looks like a pamphlet of some kind right <laughs> uh basically talking about like the benefits of necromancy and how that all the disparaging talks about the dead and other associated acts with necromancy or that begin with necro um 
are all are all propaganda. It's like necromancy isn't as bad as you think, including yeah. Basically, like there's there's that there there is that literature in in the uh, the pamphlet. It's like you would find like a Bible in like the, the motels. It's pretty much a pamphlet for necromancy. And then there's like a small book on like basically like a necromancer for dummies of sorts in each of the desks desks as well. Well, if um, it, it's formatted, gonna, well, but they lost I'm the gonna, end of page two. Nah, I'm keeping the necromancy for dummies part. Okay, you can you yeah, it's it's not glued to the <laughs> the nightstand. Yeah. Um so whoever while you guys are investigating, is anyone gonna be just ob- observant enough to do a perception roll? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Uh anyone else? Yeah, I'll do one. Okay. Uh Darnum? You know what? Yeah, I'll I have, yeah, I'll take I'll take a shot at it. Okay, all three perception rolls. Sixteen for me. Okay. Oh boy. Um, Dirty twenty seven. I'm too. Damn. I'm too weird to buy the pamphlet now too. <laughs> Immediately, Valak, you recognize. There's no reflection in that mirror. Um, Mirthal, as soon as Valak is standing in front of the mirror, you realize he has no uh, reflection. Darnum, however, you're kind of intrigued by the pamphlet, so you're kind of distracted by the pamphlet over the fact that these two don't have a reflection in the mirror. Oh my god, they're vampires! No. <laughs> uh, Valak tells Mirthal, "Hey, me no vampire though." That is weird. Um, I'm going to take a closer look at the mirror. Oh no! You take a look closer look at the mirror. Mm-hmm. No reflection. Still, it reflects what's around you in the room, but I'm gonna not... take one of the 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 pamphlet my necromancy being good. Not the one from Dummy, but I want to keep that one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna poke the mirror with it. Okay. And as you go to poke the mirror, we will be taking our first break. Oh God! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. All right. So, uh, last we left off, you gentlemen were, uh, rather, Mirthal was in the process of interacting with the mirror via pamphlet. Correct. Okay. As you poke the pamphlet at the mirror, nothing. It, it, it depending on how much force you put, it bends. the The pamphlet that is. Oh, okay. Um, do I sense any magic around it or anything like that? Give me an Arcana roll. Sure. That's gonna be a twenty-four. You've heard of these type of parlor tricks right it's usually done in places where they tried places that are very thematically based i should say um mm-hmm. and judging by the name of this place as well as the little history you know of the the people who run this establishment now right you can kind of guess that this is probably a gag that this mirror itself is just meant to show no reflection mm-hmm. how it's doing it you don't know but it's meant to probably do so just to give off the appearance of like, you know, the traditional stereotype of Dracula and vampires and all that. Yeah. 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 Okay. But there's I nothing understand. special that you can see right now for the, with this mirror. Understand. Yeah. I know how to do it, but it's just a trick, guys. Oh, what's, a, what's a trick? You no know, reflection in the mirror. I'll uh, just like <laughs> lean over and look in the mirror. You don't see yourself. <laughs> Valk will go over to the mirror 
he extends his his werewolf claws as they get longer now. Okay. And uh, now he takes one claw and it's a poke the mirror. You poke the mirror with your one claw. How hard are you poking it? Uh, he's pretty strong. So are you like just like like putting your finger through it or? Yeah. Fuck it. Give me an attack roll. Oh, natural. Oh my god. This natural twenty. Did yeah. you really get a natural twenty? Oh my 20? god! On a fucking mirror. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you what you intend? You don't have to do damage for what you intend to be just a simple poke. You haven't really been in this wolf form like this and haven't been able to revert back. And you literally just like with no restraint, just put your finger right through the mirror. You go through the mirror itself, and your finger just juts out at the other end. Hairline cracks begin to form on the mirror itself and you just see like distorted versions of the room being reflected oh. still no reflection of yourselves but the room itself is being reflected oh that's gonna cost us <laughs> falc laughs and werewolf <laughs> <laughs> I think, I feel like he tells mirthal oops um we're gonna have to pay for that one at some point you can't uh, f- f- fix that mirthal you don't have any I don't think I can. No, I don't have anything that to hit down, fortunately. Valak takes the mirror off the wall. Mm. And it, it's not on the wall. What it is? It's a standing mirror that's like on a. Like, it's it, it's not like on a stand. It's one of those like flip mirrors, essentially. Okay. Well, he takes a whole damn flip mirror. Okay. And just shoves it under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Give me. Give me just a D100 roll. This is going to play into effect later. Okay. Are you trying to, like, really hide it, or are you just, like, throwing it there? You know him. He's not in full control of his form. Uh, okay, ooh, so 84. he's just... 84? Do I eat that you... thing? Uh, no, it's not that you eat it. You actually flip it on the side that doesn't have the mirror, and you and which reveals, like, the wooden back, which kind of somewhat blends with the floor, the wooden, the hardwood floor. And you slide it underneath one of the beds... Um, I'll let you choose which bed, Darnum or Mirthal's. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait to see which bed he puts it under, and I'll pick the other. Valak, which bed are you going to put under? Valak or Mirthal? Uh, Darnum or Mirthal's? Darnum. Darnum's? Then I'll he's, sleep in Mirthal's he's... bed instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I've played this game before. <laughs> Knifey Spoonsy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he slides the mirror underneath the uh, what would be Darnum's bed, right? Uh, Darnum pending. Uh, and just puts it there. And unless you're actually actively looking, right, and concentrating, you wouldn't be able to notice the difference, essentially. And the only thing that really gives it away is kind of the hole that's there, which is only about, you know, a werewolf finger-sized hole. So That's a pretty big fucking hole still. Yeah. It's still a big hole, like but, the size of a cigar. you know. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, Estreos walks in. He's, like, wearing a straight jacket. His eyes are, like, cross-eyed. No. Um, yeah. He has a broken skull vest on. Oh, hell yeah. What? <laughs> what? Is that right? Walking up? What? Uh, okay. what? No. So, Valak gets him doing that. Uh, a few minutes go by, and the door knocks. You hear a knock at the door. Come in. You hear the lock unlatch and the, and then you see the gentleman float in the hooded gentleman float in, and then you see he's levitating two um, stoneborn sized mattresses. 
And where would you like these? Right in the middle, please. Sure. And he plops it down in the middle, puts them as close together, and then you see blankets and pillows begin to set the bed and actually make the bed itself. And then he looks. What happened to your mirror? Uh, Valg turns the other way. His head turns the other way. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to uh, you guys some reimbursement for that. I apologize. Oh, how did it break? Uh, you honestly, some of us are stronger than we appear when we touch oh. it to see how we can see a reflected shadow. And then he looks at Valak's direction. Oh, understandable. Uh, unfortunately, we will have to charge you. That's not a problem. It's understandable. We'll add it to your bill when you check out tomorrow. <laughs> if you check out tomorrow. <laughs> and he starts to drift away. Uh, you know what? How much am I? Yeah, I, I won't do it. When he turns around, he well, just sees yeah. a screaming skull right in front of him. I'm casting presidential sanctions just to make uh, a skull in the night. Are you trying to be subtle with this, or are you trying to be... I'm trying to be subtle with it. So oh, give me a sleight of hand. You got it. Yeah. That is going to be a 22. He doesn't catch that you're doing it. Also, he gets he he like jolt he flinches a little bit, right? And then he realizes that it's it's just a parlor trick, right? He goes, mm-hmm. Oh. If you're ever looking for work in the future, we could use you. Uh, as I said, maybe. <laughs> and he begins, resumes and he continues to go away. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And the door closes. You quickly assume that this that was just an act. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh mm-hmm. is there a wind shape? Is there a window in this room? No, but there's a mirror you can jump into. Yes, there is. <laughs> yes, yes, there is. Would you like out? Would you like to look outside the window? So, Valak tells Mirthal, "I'm jumping out that window. If funny stuff happens, don't care. <laughs> he don't care if he makes a big hole in it in the fucking room. He'll do it. It's, it's okay. You're paying for the mirror for that anyway. It's so fun. <laughs> you get, you ain't get my money anyway. Remember." You got the money. You never gave it to us. Yeah. Oh, shit. I demanded the money right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, you pour out the 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 gold coins that are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you have roughly about 16000 worth. <gasps> oh, shit. Okay. Which was significantly more than what was what being requested. Because he was offering to uh, like a certain amount. I think it was two fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my notes are in my bag, so I don't feel like going to get them. Um, it's two fifty. It was two fifty per sacum. Mm-hmm. This is a lot. Uh, so okay. if you guys want to divvy it three ways or save some for Astraeus, it's up to you. Well, if we do it four ways, that's four thousand each. Correct. And there's U deal as well. Sorry, there's U deal as well. That's right. Um, so five, yeah. five way. That's three thousand. They'll get theirs later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, wait. Are we doing it all jokes aside by five or by four or by three? What? I would say you can, you can do it by five. It's just, you know. Okay, so everybody has, everybody has 3,200. Somebody put in the chat for Ash. Yeah, so I'll do that when the session's over. 
So Ash knows that he gets 3,200. Plus, we got to update his experience points as well. Um, yeah, so each of you get 3,200 gold. Uh, Astraeus, for the sake of roleplay, you don't have that yet. But when you do reconvene with the group, if that happens this session, you will get your 3,200. Assuming you all go crazy and then we'll amongst ourselves. Yeah, Wait, and what? then it becomes like, then it becomes anti-party. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so what is it that you gentlemen would like to do? Does anyone look outside the window? I mean, Valak, you pointed to it. Or like, Valk what's going look on? look out the window. You look out the window, and it looks like the window overlooks a cemetery. Wait, was there a cemetery when we went in there? Not from what you saw. Okay, they're pretty good with these tricks. That's cool. I go admit. Okay. Uh, well, Valak, technically, technically, I meditate. You know what I mean. Yeah, no, I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you only need, what, half the time, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, right? Yeah, four hours. Yeah. Uh, Valak, what about you? You see the cemetery outside. What do you do? Hmm. You notice Mirthal not paying any mind after he sees it, and he just goes to meditate. Can I do some type of like insider perception check to see anything what exactly? I see and notice anything I see that he can Oh, see you can do an arcana. Arcana check. Yeah, yeah sure. arcana. What about you, Darnum? Uh, if, if no, I'll just look out the window, but I realize what Mirthal says. Like, you know what? It's it's just creepy, but I'll t- attempt to go to sleep. But I'll just uh, I'll be wary. Eleven, okay. eleven. Yep. So having come from Ravnica, Valak, you understand that you know, especially you know the Demir, right, and their trickery, as well as the Orzov and their uh, proclivity for the undead and spirits, right, and making deals that transcend life and death, or transcend into death after life. Um, which is why you should never make a deal with them. You begin to see that this is this is something of akin to that, and that this is just possibly like Mirthal just mentioned, just a trick. You saw that with the mirror, um, and you see that with the window. And should you be curious enough, you can explore the room if you like to see if there's anything else associated with just establishing that theme of the undead. What about you, Darnum? You're going to bed? Yeah, I'll go to bed. It, 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 you know, maybe a little, a little uncomfortable trying to fall asleep. But yeah. <laughs> uh, so, give yourselves a long rest. Yay! Yes! Estreos, give yourself a long rest as well. And if you can, uh-huh. roll yourself um, 8d6. 8d6? Yes, 8d6. I think you should have we got. Uh, okay, we got. Let's see what uh, happens. Let's see how much. Three, nine, how much 14, 20, 28. 28. Yeah. Give you, upon that 13 that you also had, uh-huh. give yourself another 28. You're at 41 points of sanity back. Okay. So you're almost halfway there. Um, We'll get back to that once it gets sooner. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and the longer it takes for them to get to you, the more sanity we restored over time. Okay. <laughs> Um, Man, I thought I was wake up early, but but uh, Miracles is gone in the middle of the night. So you all awaken fresh and restored. The room still has that eerie mood lighting, which during the day it looks like it's nighttime outside as you look outside the window still, and it's still a graveyard, um, which begins to break the illusion that or the, compromise your suspense of disbelief that. This place is creepy, and should you, uh, do you gentlemen do anything, or do you, are you looking to leave? Uh, pretty much once I'm resting all ready to go, I'm up, and when someone's ready to go, 
Yeah, uh, I guess I gotta get. I guess I gotta make. I'll make my way to the constables. But uh, oh wait, that reminds me. Since you said that, pressing this and saying since clean you all. All right, I didn't know already. So, uh, is there a particular scent you want to put on them? I'll, I'll make it so that you can do like a like fresh car smell type thing, or you know. <laughs> or, <laughs> I'll I'll let I'll let Mirathol choose. I'm gonna give them like uh kind of a rustic smell. Okay. You know. You have like a musky smell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What? Let's say they were Valak. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I made okay. Mallet more woodsy. Yeah, more woodsy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, nice uh, bounty, kinda... like a bounty lumberjack. Gotcha. Yep. It's that. Um. Anything for yourself or no? Oh uh, yeah, sure. I'll uh, mean a new car smell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> new car smell. Um. So you all begin to depart. <clears throat> Pardon me, as you walk past the concierge. How much do we own you? Are you staying another night, or will you be departing? We'll mean departing for now. Oh. But if we do come back, we won't definitely stay here again. Oh, wonderful. Well, that'll be 1,600 gold, please. The mirror was quite expensive. No hard feelings. It's simply business. And please do come again. We will. Take care. Starting with Mirathol, Valak, Darnum, what are you guys doing? Starting with Mirathol. I'm going to head to the jails. Okay. To go and pick them up near your rails. Darnum? Uh, I guess I'll head over to the constable's home, see if he's there, and if not, fight out. Yeah. Okay, so All right. Mirathol <clears throat> heads to the jail while Darnum and Valak head over to the constables. Yeah. Uh, we'll do Darnum and Valak first. Upon arriving at the constable's house, uh, Darnum who or Valak, who's taking point? Uh, I guess since I was since it was, it was supposed to be me, I'll take point, and that way I can I can field any questions for. That's oh damn it! I forgot I can't talk. I can't have Valak speak because he's gonna do the. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll I'll, I'll take point. You take point. You wrap your knuckles along the door, or against the door rather, and without hesitation, the door opens. Standing before you is yet another Kiasi, but it's not the the constable. This Kiasi is wearing what looks like uh, denim, has kind of like almost like a poncho going, and a uh, <clears throat> a very wide brim hat. I wasn't expecting two people. Uh, well, my uh, my stoneborn companion's a bit uh, he's a bit locked in the more of a uh, more of a uh, a lupine form, as it were. But uh, he's a, he's a stoneborn as as, as I am. All right, you Stoneborn, you can come in. Uh, sorry, uh, I don't know your name. Actually, I don't know either of your names. Stoneborn and non-Stoneborn, who's a Stoneborn? What are your names? Uh, Darnum, I'm Captain Darnum Han. This is my, my companion, Balak. Ah, okay, Captain Darnum Han. I didn't know I was in the uh, presence of such prestige. I apologize. Uh, you can come in. I... Not saying you can't come in, but you can't come in just yet. So give me a minute. He leaves the door open, and he walks out back. Uh, minute goes by. He comes back. All right, Stoneborn. That's not a Stoneborn. You can come in, too. Uh, all right. So this and then he closes the door behind you right this way. And he leads you out back. Um, and he leads you to what looks like a bricked, fenced-off backyard garden. With what has like a like a nice pond and like a little creek going, uh, and some little trees that are blossoming, um, that look like they're about to be, uh, what do you call it, uh, budding with fruit soon. 
Um, what that is, you, if you guys want to make a nature roll, you're more than welcome to. Or no, uh, yeah, sure. nature roll. I'll give it a shot. Okay. 25. You've seen these trees before. You've recognized these budding, uh, the budding from your trials before. These are trees that are referred to that produce a fruit called Sim, uh, spelled S-Y-M. Um, they're akin to like peaches, essentially. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but they tend to have more of a, should I say, the color of the flesh. While it looks like a peach on the outside or similar to a peach, it kind of has a paler kind of like a pinkish bubblegum type color to it. And when you bite into it, it tastes uh, similar to that of um, – well, I'm drawing a blank on the fruit. Holy shit. Uh, like of uh, like a mulberry. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know people that put these usually in uh, either to make wines out of them or certain types of like liqueur like schnapps or the schnapps equivalent as well as like uh, pies too. Um, but yeah, you, you go to this garden and sitting at the table is a one Dura Shore shot. Uh, ah, Donham, uh, wasn't expecting your company, but it'd be rude of me not to offer Prospero hospitality. I'll just add a plate for your compatriot. I hope that eggs are good enough for y'all, plus some meat. Hope not if you have any dietary restrictions amongst all of y'all. Uh, no, we're perfectly fine. Isn't that right, Valak? And I'll look over to Valak, but like, huh? Valak takes his, his big werewolf arms and extends it. Like, he's extending it. He's, he shows the plate, and then he pictures if there was another plate, but maybe like another few more plates. <laughs> ah, a man of good appetite. I like that. I like that indeed. Well, let me not beat around the bush, but Donham Han, I hate to say this to you, but we, I'm being employed by a certain individual who very much would like a certain item you have on your persons or potentially your ship. And let's not be coy. We both know what that item is. What it does, I have no idea. I don't get paid enough to care. But he would very much like it back, and he gave me two options. Either I can kill you and take it off your corpse, or I can offer you some coin in exchange. The most he's willing to pay is 15000 And he plops the sack, which looks a little reminiscent of the sack that was given to you earlier with the 16,000 coins. Now I'll, um, I'll, now I'll glance to Valak first and foremost to the see like because he hears full well what he just said. I imagine. Oh, his 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 ears started to perk, so his mood just changed really fast. So I'm just like, because <laughs> I because I was like, hmm. so uh, not to be rude, but uh, mind if I get a bit of uh information on this uh, employee of yours that seems to know a lot more about me than I know about them, it seems. This employee is very well uh, connected, shall we say. <laughs> and this employee is looking to fix the mistake apparently that you and your friends made. And that artifact is key to doing so. At least a part of his grand plan. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to tell you that employee's name. You know, client confidentiality. But he's willing to pay handsomely, as I've demonstrated, for that artifact. And I really would not like to waste any more time in engaging in combat with you or your compatriots. You don't seem like terrible people. 
and I don't like hurting people who are all right. Now, see, you kind of caught me at a bit of an impasse. Now, while the artifact in question is something dire, I am actually more inclined to hold on to it for reasons that your client may or may not be aware of. If it's about Calgrim, he knows. He knows everything. And he's very upset with y'all. And I'm going to let you know right now, you are not just being watched by him. He has friends that are watching you as well. And I'm surprised they haven't sunk their teeth into you just yet. Hmm. Now, just a quick insight. Can I see that he, with, the, with that line? Does that mean in the literal sense? Or in the... Go ahead, uh, insight talk. Yeah, go ahead. Or this is a metaphor. Ooh. Inside. 23. Literal. If, uh... Consideration aside, I don't think we're the ones you might want to take a bite out of. Oh, not me, and neither him, but... Let's just say he has friends that handle things themselves and they have a long history of fixing messes of such cataclysmic fuck-up proportions. And, well, he does things his way and he doesn't care about expending a few uh, biters. Lesser biters, that is, to get what he wants. See, now My employer, on the other hand, wants to be civil because he comes from such a stock. See, now I'm just also very curious as to who this might be. Now, I know you can't give names. Unfortunately, and as much as I like you and I appreciate your help you've done for Prospero, and I would very much like to get the hell out of here because as soon as I get that artifact of yours, I'm gone. And what of the people of this of this fine settlement? Do you just tend to leave them I'll get... No, 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 I'm not cold-hearted. I will find an ample replacement before I do so. Now, forgive me, because, because my friend and I, we've, we've been through a couple of experiences. We have a bit of uh, trust issues when it comes to bequeathing items of great import or uh, great uh, power to just to any person, even, you know, even for such a substantial sum of money. So forgive me if I need just a little bit more information as to who wants this and what and what they're trying to fix. The biggest, well, the only answer I can give you, as I said, client confidentiality, this individual is of Zenotian origin. That's all I can say. I can't say where, because that's a little too much information. You, uh, you look like you can get things done. And if he were to find out I gave away any sort of information like that, well, it would ruin my reputation. So, Shaper, from my yes. novels in Sinosha, do I have any idea who might who might be intrigued as to who wants who wants that box? Oh God! Uh, <laughs> um, highly unlikely, since you you confiscated it from a ship in Loria. So, when it comes to Zenosha... Unfortunately, you could not imagine anyone. Um, you just might have to try to piece the clues together as they get revealed later on. It's really up to Darnum. 
yeah but, but that yeah there's not enough information to go on to know who might be <sighs> has the food come out at least the food hasn't come out yet fuck <laughs> well, I was hoping to get a nice breakfast out of this at least before anything goes down um Yes. <laughs> oh no! Even Darn was saying it was like just kind of, just kind of contemplative and thought of just, damn. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I, I'm trying to be peaceful. I really am. You don't look like a terrible bunch, and I make sure that I don't kill terrible. I mean, non-terrible people. Please don't make this harder than it is. I just need to get that artifact so I can go hand it over to my employer, and then he can go save the world. Saved. Wait. Now, there's it. No, it's. You've made a point to let me know that you need to hand it. Would it be possible if I just gave it to them myself? Mm, unfortunately, that would revolve around me telling you, and he kind of wants to uh, keep his identity obfuscated. He tends to lack to not act as uh, abundantly clear. If. Uh, Word got out that he was still engaging in the heroics. It may uh, compromise the idea that he's not an attentive leader, even though he is. Oh. Of all the times where... Oh. <laughs> Like you seem like a decent enough fellow. You seem fair, you know, fairly, fairly even keeled. You haven't, aside from this conversation this morning, you've been on the up and up. Now, I don't. You don't want to kill me or my friend. We cer nope. we certainly don't want to kill you. Valak is still try. Valak is still growling. By the way, I didn't know Valak was growling. Okay. I had myself muted, sorry. Oh. Are you uh are you glaring at him? Yeah, he's giving that sus glare. I really recommend your friend to have a better temperament, as much as I don't want to hurt you or him if he continues to show me such offense when I've been nothing but respectful to both of y'all. The men watching me right now will have no problem putting straight Ethereum shots between his eyes. Just gonna and that's just take a quick glance around. Just pop the ad. Perception. Perception roll. Is it just him or and me too? Yep, and yep. I, there's men around me too because the fireworks are going off. <laughs> All right. Perception. 18. 14 plus 4. 18? Even with the eyes of creation, you look around you. You don't see anything that gives away to the appearance that there are other living beings around. You just see the normal construct of the worlds, essentially, and the energies that make them up. <sighs> oh boy, this is just a, a real sticky wicket of a situation, isn't it? 
I don't like it any more than you. Then perhaps I'll say that I can I can I'll just say that I've taken offense to this conversation. And in a fit of uncharacteristic uh outrage to say flip this table and knocked you unconscious while my friend and I took our leave. You would be you'd be able to you be able to assume that you'd have to relay that message that you did your best to put us down, and while we managed to evade capture, you are aware of our whereabouts, and you can have them send some of their men to find us at a later date and time. Well, you see, unfortunately, I hate the fact that you said that because natural twenty. Watch, just, Damien. I, I believe you. No, da- no. You, I want as as feedback for them. S- second character is Vishon. Let's go. If I can cast this bullet. <laughs> Natural 20? Yeah, uh, good luck. Okay. Um, 1d8? 2d8? 3d8? Look, they, can't, they can't hurt all of us. We got family. <laughs> oh my god, I was joking when I said seven more. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Um. Uh. Twenty-four. Uh. Twenty-nine, and he just motions. Make sure it's between their eyes, boys. And then just straight to Valak. One just strikes him between the eyes. Um. That's twenty-nine times. Three. What's twenty nine times? Twenty nine times. Twenty nine times. Twenty eight. Twenty eight plus twenty eight is eighty seven. Eighty seven. Let me see. You're probably right. Times three. Uh, uh, Valak, you take eighty seven points of raw etheric damage. Ow. Uh, Shaper, I got a question. Yeah. What the fuck? Barnum just gave a threatening hypothetical after this guy was being very nice. He deemed that you were the greater threat because you were bigger, right? And you were snarling at him even longer. So, yeah, he has guys watching. And I rolled a natural 20. Jesus. Uh, Valak is, uh, he's starting to look rough. Just letting you know. Uh, but now he's really that's, angry. That's the first shot, by the way. There are two. Oh. Okay. Okay. Hold on a second. Okay, keep going. Does a dirty 20 hit? Yeah, anything above a 16. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Wait. Thankfully, it's not times three. Hang on one second. Do I have a, a thing just for this? No, you don't. It's not a normal projectile. Uh, I was going to see if I had anything that boosts his AC. That's all I needed. Oh. Okay, it has to beat a dirty twenty. So yeah, no, I don't have oh. anything that does. Like okay. if, it, if if they shot me, everything would be fine. Uh, was it uh, fifteen times three? That's gonna be uh, a plus three. Sorry, uh, eighteen, seventeen, um, eighteen. Uh, that's six. That's twenty-four. Twenty-eight times two. Uh, that's fifty-six points of raw etheric damage. <laughs> Again. As, uh, as can I use an ability? Uh, you can try. Well, actually, no. This is a ultimate ability, so this can't be countered. And yes, I'm introducing ultimate abilities, which you guys can learn soon. Um, I'm my second character. Yes. 
No. Uh, <laughs> all right. What? How are you looking, Valak? Um. So Valak is down right now. Okay. Valak is down, and he reverts back into his normal form as he does so. Well, shit. As I said, I don't want to hurt you, but I can't take no for an answer. So it's either kill you and your friend, or you give me what I want, and I can give you some sort of financial compensation. <sighs> Fuck it. I'm going to flip the table. Roll for initiative. <laughs> uh, where's oh, my... boy. There we go. Oh, boy. Okay, not bad, not bad. Seven, 19. Oh. 19. Fuck. Okay. Even when I do well, it's not good enough. Shit, I need my... Damn it, I need my notes still. Hold on, I'll be right back. Wait, oh, maybe boy. try improving without the notes. That might give me a chance. <laughs> you guys... Yo, uh... I know what you're facing. You're kind of fucked right now by yourself. Oh, do you think you're out of the woods, Mirthal? No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> see, I, was kind of, I was kind of hoping... See, this is part of the reason why I was hoping I'd be by myself. There was a kind of reason... I went with you for a reason, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's a reason why he went works. with you because he, he was has already two, sussing He has out. two. He has two spell slinger sharpshooters watching him. Unfortunately, one of them rolled a natural twenty. So. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I sent you guys a picture. Ernie with... has helped me. Ernie, with, you helped me design the spell slingers. Tell me, I, I did their ultimate ability. Remember how damaging yeah. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wasted Ernie, no time. I blame you for this, Ernie. Uh, honestly, you probably can. Damn you, Ernie! Why? Why would you betray me? To be fair, I didn't know him who would be used on. Lie! Law of averages. Lies! Oh, don't worry, me. I built a character just for you. I bet you did. (laughs) He's gonna leap at you, and he's gonna something you didn't notice before. There's a glint, and you catch it to be Ethereum, and he just knuckle dusters you. Uh, I need you to give me a uh, Constitution saving throw. Really? You'd like that? Okay, I'll roll. <laughs> <laughs> Mass, I don't want to say I love you, bro. I'm sorry. 16 plus 4, dirty 20. Dirty 20? You just made the save, by the way. Oh. Otherwise, you would have been... Yeah, it would have been bad. You would have been stunned. Um, And then, for his uh extra attack... Jesus! Wait, I'm curious. You have me to give a flare up in the air? <laughs> it's not my turn yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna use his own between the eyes on you. Oh, no. oh my god! No. Doesn't he get no. disadvantage for being right in my face with a gun? Um, no, because it's a, it's a six shooter. There's none of that in this. I haven't given anyone who who has a uh, what do you call it uh, guns a disadvantage whenever you do close up shots, unless it's like a rifle. Damn it! Um, where is it? Why are they all gunkata now? Damn you, oh. Ernie! Uh, no, no, no. That part wasn't my idea. I don't know. I feel like I gotta blame you anyway. You can blame me for the ultimate that you can use in me. I'm sorry. 25. Um, wait, is that, is that to hit? or Wait, to how, hit. Wait, how much damage did I take from the shot to, from the punch to the face? You didn't. You didn't. He focused on Valak entirely because he deemed Valak the bigger threat. No, I mean, with the one just now that I had to make the constitution. The knuckle, no, sir. He's all, oh, uh, the knuckle duster. Sorry, I forgot to roll damage. It's not much. It's seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. You took seven points of bludgeoning damage. It, it it does low damage, but it has the chance to stun. But you met the DC, so you're unaffected. Um, but it hurt as hell as he took a Ethereum knuckle, like brass knuckle, or rather knuckles, and just whacked you on the temple of your head. Um, 
25? Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that can increase your AC? That increase it? No. Okay. Um, that's going to be... Get smoke, bitch. No, no. It's... He's not using super powerful guns like his sharpshooters are, so it oh, shouldn't God. be as bad. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's six. Yeah, I can't blame eight, me for this one. 14. Can't can. 19. Wrong again. 23. Uh, 28. Uh, 32. 38 points of aether damage okay, as so- he just draws it. Can I can I use my reaction to burn a key point to try and reduce some of that damage? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you can do that, yeah. So then I will. God. Okay. Damn it. Just great. Like it's like almost like probably like an inch away from your forehead, and he blacks. <laughs> right, go ahead. What she said. <laughs> no, no, Mike, not like this. Okay, so that's a six. Okay, six on the damage die plus my dexterity modifier. So I'm going to shave off 10 points of that. So it's 28 points that I take. You take 20 points of aether damage. Well, and then he's going to use his. Oh, go ahead. Considering I got shot in the face, I feel like I took that pretty well. Yeah, you did. Your head jerks back. It's not an actual bullet, so it doesn't actually pierce you or anything. It's just being blasted with pure energy. And if you have your eyes of creation, you see the muzzle. Like when the muzzle burst goes off, it's like pure Aetherium, Aetherium energy. Yeah, not a, raw, but pure Aetherium energy. I'm just energy. seeing this all in slow motion. I'm just, oh. Yeah. Plenty of time. He's <laughs> taking glass in the face, huh? He's going to use his That's what you bonus like? after. <laughs> Go on ahead. No, this is me being, being very nervous right now. Go on ahead. <laughs> the bonus action to disengage, and he leaps back behind the table and creates about. 25 feet of distance between you and he. Oh, goodness. That's oh, just I... what I needed. Okay. Now that Valak's unconscious. Wait, whose turn is it? Uh, it's your turn. Yeah. I'm going to, as my action, I'm going to whip out a, a greater healing potion. I'm going to shove that in, in Valak's mouth to wake him up. Okay. Look, 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 look. And then I'll heal him for, this is 44 plus 4. You know, I'm just going to just, let me just do it here. One, two, three, four. I forgot to roll for Okay, they go after. Instead of digging up all the D4s. You're going to get 16 points back, Valak. Then I'm going to action surge to just lift him, and I'm going to... Before you do that, as you give him the potion and he comes back to consciousness, he's going to burn a legendary action to trick shot you and Valak. (laughs) You dirty bitch. Wait, is that as the potion... Like, as he's giving me the potion? So as he's giving you the potion, so you're going to get the potion, but it's happening simultaneously. He's going to trick shot both you and Valak. Can you reduce a dirty 20? Uh, can I reduce the hit? Like, the? can you increase your AC or anything like that or no? Do I have, unless I, unless I have a cool trick that that boosts my AC all of a sudden that I didn't have before. I, I don't know your character, so. No, no, I don't think I, 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 I do. Um, am I awake? So no, not yet. Okay. This is in the Just process of him doing it. Yeah. Gotcha. So he's still going to get the potion still going to get off, but he's going to take damage and you're going to take damage too. So, um, cha. two, nine, 11, uh, 14, 17. You take 17 points of Ethereum damage as you, you get blasted and then Valak gets blasted. 
Hang on. Do I also on. take 17? Wait, yes, wait, you do. Wait, hang on a second. So, wait. Now, does it have to go through me to get to Valak? Or does what it do you mean? To, like, does the trickshot have to go through me first, then hit Valak? Oh, uh, no. I actually have to roll separate for Valak. Damn it. Yeah. I was going to see if I could try okay. to stop it. Valak. Oh, you can't do anything, so it automatically hits. Uh, that's another dirty 20. Um, oh, wait. He's on your shoulder, or no? Did you pick him up yet? Well, I was, that's going to depend on you, Shaper. If I could get, if I was going to try and grab him. I was going to just try and bolt. Did you pick him up before you gave him the potion, or after? Well, this has been after I gave him the potion. I was gonna okay, so never mind. I'm going to give myself disadvantage, because technically he's considered prone at this moment. Uh... Okay, so it's still a dirty 20. Otherwise, it would have been a 26. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Damn it, um, damn it, damn it. And I got to roll separate for Valak. I mean, you don't so have to. Seven. You could just uh, like you can like you can let him go. It's fine. That's gonna be Long seven again. plus six. That's thirteen. Twenty. Twenty-one. Twenty-six points of Ethereum damage before the potion touches his lips. Uh, Valak, you automatically fail a death save. Oh, it's yeah. before the potion though. It's before the potion. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It doesn't undo the oh, potion. Thank it's God. Before the potion, yeah. But you take what was it? Seventeen, if I'm not mistaken, Darnum. Yeah, I, right. I would take 17, but... Okay. Am I even still alive then, technically? You yeah, come back after the potion. You come back after the potion. I'm so going then to... I don't have a... You don't have any fails. You come back you, and help. You have one fail. Mechanically, That's Mechanically speaking, you have a fail. No. Okay, you okay, have a okay. fail, and then the health comes, and then it goes away. Exactly. Now, I'm now, being fair with this. Here's a question, Shaper. Is this thing yes. like a missile that I can actually deflect? No, it's Damn. made of. That's what I was ta- telling you earlier. You can't deflect it, and you can't like redirect it, be, unless you're. I think was it Cobalt Soul can do spells, if I'm not mistaken, right? Something like that. Something like that. Um, yeah, it, it's not a traditional projectile. Damn it! Yeah, Damn. This, is one, of, this is one of those moments where Valak went up and went better off. Yeah, well, there's a reason why he took out Valak. Yeah, he saw Valak as the big beefy dude. So yeah, well, no, when you not no, Malik has something that to stop me. That's true. Um, but he don't know that. Yeah, he didn't know that. No. Uh, yeah. So that go on. So you give him the potion. He gets sixteen health back. What are you doing? I'm gonna just lift him up to his feet. Okay. And as I, and as I'm clicking as I'm clicking the boots of speed for a bonus action to give myself the extra du- to double my speed, I'm gonna okay. just, I'm gonna tell Valak, as soon as you can, you make as soon as you can make a run for it and fire the flare. And I'm gonna run as I'm gonna drag him with me as far as we can to just. Get it to this. Get as far get us as far out of here as we can. So I'm guessing at half speed, it's still 50 feet to to run. He's pointing. He says, "Okay, let's go." And just ah. Valak, I need you to roll for initiative. Are you carrying Valak, by the way, Darnum? Well, I was gonna. I was like, well, my move was basically pick him up, drag him as far as I can, so that way at least he can get a running start. Okay. I had 12, but I have an uh, additional. Uh... I have extra on an on initiative rolls. Okay, what is the extra? Let's see. Oh, fifteen. Is there any plus for initiative? I forgot. Oh, plus three. Okay, so mine's for, eighteen. I got. So eighteen. Yes. Okay, you're gonna go before the two snipers do. If you if there's a necessary necessity for. Okay. All right. Oh. So that's fifty to drag him as far as I can with my normal move. And then okay, I, you move. And then you move. You're into the house right now. All right, into the house. Then I'll just use. If I've got le- if I got enough left for a dash, just that again for another fifty to just get a full. Okay. Yep. You you okay? Uh, I forgot about the guy who's in the house. You do trigger an attack of opportunity. God 
damn it. Who? Damn you, blue jeans. Oh. <laughs> I forgot until you reminded me. Wait, I didn't say anything. I just... uh, that's going to be a 27 to hit. Wait, who is, who is this dude? The guy who led you into the house, remember? Wait, is he, is he like trying to punch me or something? I really hope he is. No, he's not. <laughs> is he like throwing like a knife or something at me? I prefer it if he did. It's his. It's a gun. <laughs> it's his spell. Sh- Does everyone have guns but me? Uh, this right is now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, oh man, I really wish you asked for a remembrance roll for Jura because I would have given you something. Um, that's it's not gonna be much damage. Nine, twelve. 74. Uh, d- 20 points of Ethereum damage. No, that's not going to be much. Damn it. Ow. <laughs> Is there any way I could just like try to do a reaction to block some of the damage? Do you have an ability that does so? Downward doggy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to kill you. I don't uh, know. That dude said he wanted to kill me. So I'm inclined to believe he's crazy. And he's shooting us. So I have a question. Yes. I have Form of the Beast tail. Can I use that to kind of just like no, because it's not it's not directed towards you. Okay, well, uh, say you were ally, adjacent ally, or or does it say you? You know what? Let me read. Hold on. Because <laughs> that is a good. That well, is. FYI, I'm question. at 69 hit points, so I'm feeling pretty good right now. Oh, you're oh, fine. 69, baby. You know, after you're after after, after getting shot a couple times, I'm really pretty turned on. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, I, I'm kind, I'm kind of glad I'm not in this. You know, yeah, exactly. So, but just, I feel bad for Mirthal now. <laughs> it just says, uh, if you see a creature in front of you making an attack roll, I can just use a reaction. Does it lower the AC? I mean, the the, the attack roll. What is the oh, effect? Do says, the creature you see within ten feet of you hits with an attack roll. You can use your reaction to swipe your tail and roll a d8 applying a bonus to your ac equal to number rolled potentially causing the attack so yeah no that only applies to you so so right. someone tried to shoot you yeah. if i tried to shoot you unfortunately it wasn't you who was moving it was yeah no, right. it was darnum so i got so it you take the 20 points of ethereum damage I... as you get blasted it clips you but it doesn't penetrate it hits you and you feel it but you keep running now is damage. i have a question is the ethereum damage like is that applying extra damage no, that's just the damage type. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Turning the inner Robocop all of a sudden. All of a sudden, it, it, like, it feels like Valak's like, uh, Shaper, do you, you sure it doesn't do more damage? No. <laughs> 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 Don't help him, please. <laughs> I tried to be peaceful, but they made war the only option. No, <laughs> no. We have two snipers, person ready at the, at the mere mention of something going wrong. I don't think you're looking for peace. No, I mean, you got into the house, so. <laughs> So you're lucky. Otherwise, it would start taking pot shots at you guys. But they blew their load early on, so. Oh god, not my face! <laughs> I got blasted by three, by four dudes right before I realized what happened. Thank you. <laughs> oh darn him! You, you burst out into the Prospero's, the streets of Prospero. Val, uh, is Valak? Are you still like carrying Valak? Like at this point, like pretty much my move was to make sure Valak can get out. So if he's gonna move okay. on his own, he's free to go take off okay but valak's in the house if i'm not mistaken yeah, he, right? like he was he only moved okay. this, i only moved him as far as i could move at this point okay so i'm gonna assume you got into the house valak uh valak what are you gonna do it's your turn now technically and is this guy in front of us he's not in front of you he was off in the side okay valak full knowing the uh uh situation he's gonna make a uh a dying effort and oh. uh He's gonna so 
to get out quickly, he's going to transform into a, a werewolf again. Okay, you transform into your werewolf form. And he just lunges for the lunges outside, uh, pretty much as you know, breaking the door in his way and stuff like uh, the that. The door's already broken, uh, already open. Darnum already opened it. Okay, well, he's gonna break whatever else that was on the side of the wall, <laughs> so he's just gonna charge out. You're gonna scratch the frame, okay? Yes, all frames around it. He's making a big ass hole. <laughs> No hole to make. It's already in the doorway. So you (laughs) you tore some wood from the... You splintered the door frame. That's about it. Take that, you bitch frame. (laughs) (laughs) How much movement? movement, Because you were... Darna moved a full 50 feet. So crossing, that's another 30 feet. Out of the house, 20 feet. So how much is your movement speed, by the way? Uh, 40 plus the form. I think it's by another 10. Okay, so 50? 50, yes. You catch up to Darnum. Now you still have your, I forgot transforming. Did that cost you an action? I forgot. We never that did. I just did it. I, was, okay. I have no we're idea. So to, that was uh that we. We're gonna have to address it yes. later on for future sessions. But for now, I'll say it cost you a bonus action. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Valg makes his way to Darnum, but he's looking really rough. Like he's still down on one knee in his werewolf form, and okay. he uh. Takes out the f- uh, flare gun and shoots in the air. Okay, and as you do so, we will be cutting to Mirthal. <laughs> All right. Mirthal, you arrive at what looks like the Prospero Settlement Jail. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a kind of small building. I bet all the buildings here are small. Um, it doesn't look very big. It's a single story and doesn't go, you know, if you look to the side, it doesn't go out far back. What would you like to do? Uh, well, in this order, right? I'm assuming for a second. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. And there's there's some wanted there. posters on there too. Okay, I'll take a quick look at the wanted posters just for the hell of it. You see, one wanted posters of a stoneborn named Clev, um, wanted oh. for debauchery. You see another uh, Eldekin wanted for fraud and embezzlement. Um, Nothing major though. Like the highest one was like about it's a uh, what do you call it? Um, wild one, uh, uh, of the lupine variety that's wanted for only about 1600 gold coins. Okay, all right, and then I'll head inside. Assuming oh, I didn't help no. Yep, hello, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm head yeah, I head inside. Okay, you head inside, and as you enter, look, cat collar bells ring. Mm-hmm. And the a Kiasi gentleman sitting behind the desk stands. He tips his hat up to you. You recognize his face immediately. It's an R. He looks at you hey. and looks you straight in the eyes. Ah, oh, Mirthal. Long time no see. And that is where we'll pick up next time. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Getting late. It's getting late. I would love to continue this. I wasn't expecting this much combat or insanity. Well, no, really? No, comment on, on your end, not ours. Yeah. <laughs> As Valak dies, Mike says, Oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting this much. Put this in a situation where we have to make a, a decision. It's a decision. He he tried to be as amicable, as peaceful All as possible. All he had to do was give me, just give me a name. I can keep he can't bounty hunt as you discover. If you discover the uh, quote bounty hunter guild, little lore, they have a client confidentiality agreement. You compromise that, and it can pretty much you can be the best bounty hunter ever, and they'll stop doing business with you. 
So that's just y'all's yeah. the door of the snitch. <laughs> but thank you for tuning in to another episode of Eternal <laughs> Champions. Uh, I was joined today by Mirthal, played by Ernie. Everybody have a good night, and uh, Arnold, how was the same film, bro? <laughs> feels like five you shot it all of a sudden. <laughs> I want to go to five guys now. Garnum <laughs> 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 played by Vash. Pray for Garnum, y'all. <laughs> Valak played by the Lord of Bukakis, also the primary uh, simp for Belle Delphine, JB. Oh man. Yo, that yo, this episode that was more Benafon. <laughs> I can't oh, say it. <laughs> that's the one that's the more, one price more benomical. Morbidomical? Yeah, the episode was Morbid Time. Yeah. Damn it, Damien. No, you weren't supposed to fix it. <laughs> yeah. And last but not least, we have Damien. Oh, oh well, man. actually, Australia's played by Damien. Sorry. Um, thank <laughs> you for listening to episode 6,452,612. Uh, it wasn't my fault this time. Nice. <laughs> I mean, oh, nice. technically, oh, if we didn't have to go was... fighting for you and, you know, well, I didn't force you guys to fucking try to get a name out of somebody and you guys get headshot in the dome. I ain't do all that. Somebody's taking five guys blasts to the face. That was, that's not the five guys I wanted, but all right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't think I'd do that. You know? JB, you're so lucky you didn't take two natural 20s. That would have been really bad. Yo. Oh, I, I, I had something else in mind, but I probably would have made the situation worse. Uh, he, you made it bad by growling at him. If you didn't growl and it was like perfectly like like calm, yeah, it would have been a different. Fair, he didn't have any translator either, so that's true. That's very true. Uh, but with that being said, thank you for listening to uh, Eternal <laughs> Champion. And until next time, keep those dice rolling.